0: Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey, hey. We have a very special guest with us today to talk about the BTS Comeback and Festa. Um, please welcome Andrea from the BTS Happy Hour podcast.
1: Hi guys. Uh thanks for having me. Um my name is Andrea, and um I'm glad you invited me here. I'm definitely looking forward to Talking about the comeback, there's definitely lots of exciting things going on right now.
0: 100%.
2: (laughs) Happy to have you here. So uh, you already gave, oh, sorry, go ahead, (laughs) Kalea. No, I was just going to say we love
0: having guests on, and what um, better time to have you on (laughs) than when (laughs) Festa comes around. So much to discuss.
1: Yeah, no, I was thinking about contacting you guys at some point, actually, too. I just so, you know, I'm a procrastinator, so I like never quite got around to it. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I need to have this perfect plan to invite them. We're going to talk about this, this and this. And, you know, of course, that never materialized with all the stuff going on. So I'm, I'm really glad you guys reached out.
2: We're so excited and we're very casual, like we're very go with the flow. So (laughs) don't ever worry about having a perfect plan with us. Even when we have a plan, we're like, uh, this is a rough outline. Let's just do whatever. (laughs) So probably not one of the most regimented podcasts out there, but we have a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, I guess, can you tell us for any of our listeners, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, how it started? Um, a favorite episode or one that you would recommend to new listeners?
1: Well, uh, I'm located in Northern California. So I guess I would consider myself West Coast Army. And um, I started BTS Happy Hour in October 2019. And that was about 10 months after I found out who BTS was. And, you know, that course changed my whole world. So <laughs> that's um uh I, I decided to start a podcast at that point. And um you know, other than my interest in BTS, I listen to all kinds of podcasts. So I've definitely, you know, gotten into podcasts in general, just from starting one and from trying to learn how to do one. So that's come along with it is just, you know, I'm a a listener of podcasts as well Um, and uh, I started my podcast um, it's hard to even answer why I did it because (laughs) it's like (laughs) I ask myself that question all the time (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the type of person who's always starting you know like a YouTube channel or a blog like I've never done anything like that but it was just something that like, okay, I got so interested in BTS, I felt like I had to start a podcast and get my voice out there. And so it's very out of character for me, if anyone knows me in person. But (laughs) that's how that came about. And um, I guess, um, I think that's what happens a lot with Baby Army. Sometimes you feel like there's so much to dive into, and then you get immersed into it. And you kind of overcompensate almost it's like okay i gotta start a podcast i gotta do this and that and (laughs) you know you get you get so excited about it and i know there's there's other army they they kind of get really into collecting the albums or the photo cards or like there's so many different things you could do as part of this fandom so i think i just for some reason i wanted to direct it towards podcasting and it's been really fun that's so Uh, fun Yeah, Uh, and I would say um, since my podcast, it tends to just talk about current events of BTS, so, you know, whatever's happening with them that week, things I've heard, things I've seen on Twitter that people are talking about, Um, so, yeah, I would usually recommend a a recent episode if I was going to tell anyone an example of an episode of, of my podcast, but I would also say I have a, um, a series of blind item episodes and I would say maybe check those out because that's something I do that's a little outside the box. And um, we, we also had um, a few episodes about uh, Permission to Dance Vegas concerts that I thought we did pretty well on only because my co-host and me have a lot of experience in Vegas so I felt like okay we added to the background of that so that those might be good episodes for people to to try out
2: yeah it seems like the concert ones are always popular I think whether people want to share in their experience or learn more before their first concert those are always really fun episodes
1: yeah after the concerts happen like anywhere I always look at all the other you know bts and k-pop podcasts and i see okay who went and let's see what they did and and how their experience went so i think it's the same thing
0: it's um interesting you mentioned that your um you started your podcast in october of 2019 which we started ours in september of 2019 so <laughs> oh, i'm wow. like what was in the air of like fall of 2019 <laughs> seriously it's like let's start like, a podcast about this. bts yeah. <laughs>
2: I think and, like for us. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say for us, I think we are hitting like peak frustration with a lot of like really crappy articles. Like I just remember us venting to each other constantly. <laughs> it was like we might as well at
1: least record this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, a, I think, a great time to get into podcasts. Like it, now it, there's just there's a lot more like I feel like I've seen stats where they say there's like millions of them now. I mean, they don't all last. You know, a lot of them are just like people did a few and then stopped. But still, it's just so there's so many of them now. Not necessarily K-pop, but just of everything.
0: Yeah, there are a lot out there now.
1: But I am surprised by how easy it is to start a podcast because, you know, prior to starting one, I didn't have any kind of experience with technical stuff or like internet stuff and I you know I just looked up how to do it on you know articles and you know YouTube videos and just did you know regular research just as a uh, quote-unquote regular person like I don't have like audio engineer kind of experience and you also don't need a ton of time like I'm I have a full-time job. I'm sure you guys have jobs too and it's like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need a lot of time to do it. You need some time, but you could do it on the side of your your job. So, I think that's that's one great thing that makes it easy for a lot of people to have a voice and and put a podcast out there.
2: I agree. Until the day Bongton is paying my bills, unfortunately, I will have to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Yeah, it it is it is um, low entry, but I would say like there's so much to learn as well. Like you pointed out, there's a lot of resources out there. And even now, what, three years later, I still feel like learning new things. So it can be challenging sometimes, but it's fun.
1: Mm -hmm. I think the hardest part, too, is listening to your own voice And (laughs) trying to learn your bad habits. And it's like, okay, I need to stop saying this and this and not leave so many pauses and not have all this background noise. And, you know, even now I still have things that I wanna work on. So I think (laughs) podcasting, it's like, it's never perfect.
0: It's an absolute challenge for us every week. No matter how (laughs) hard we try to set the scene exactly like we did the previous week. (laughs) <laughs> there's always going to be some kind of like technical challenge or I don't know we're saying like a million times it, there's always something like <laughs> we just can't <laughs> overcome it for whatever reason <laughs> so <laughs> uh you said that you got into bgs 10 months before you started the podcast so was that around 2018 can you tell us more about that
1: yeah, this was around the end of 2018, early 2019 and at that point I was not aware of K-pop really. I was more of a fan of pop music just in general, um like Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, you know, all these artists and when I look back on my Spotify You know how you get every year, it says, here's what you listen to. And I was looking at it the other day, and it's like, wow, that's what I listened to before I ever heard of K-pop. And I still listen to those artists, but not as much. Um, So I think I I didn't realize it, but I just kind of stopped listening to music as much because nothing was really grabbing me out there in pop music. And so... I think that kind of opened the door for me to want to listen to K-pop. And so what happened was um, my guest co-host Morgan, he had been playing this online game, League of Legends. And um, they had started, the game started having K-pop songs as part of their soundtrack. Like that was a thing that they were doing as like marketing, I guess. And so he was like, oh, you, this is a kind of music you might like. And it, it had, um, that group KDA, which is, consists of a couple of uh, girl group idols, Um, I don't remember exactly who's even in it, but it was like, here's a song you might like, and I'm like, oh, this is a pretty good song, this is like, you know, dance music, this is very pop, Uh, yeah, I like where this is going, and so a little later he's like you know this group bts seems to be really popular in this genre so maybe you want to check that out <laughs> and so yeah I was, you fall down the rabbit hole and you find bts and it, there's just so much there um, and it was kind of filling the void of pop music that i wasn't i wasn't getting before because k-pop is really is the total package it's like it's singing it's choreography it's like positive energy it kind of had everything that i was missing in music and you know i was trying to be a casual fan of k-pop and you know i like twice i like some of the other you know big groups too but then you know bts they don't let you be a casual fan (laughs) So yeah, they just pull you in and I just think it's because of how good the music is and how authentic the personalities are and you just feel a lot more involved with being a fan of BTS and then I'm sure other people experience this with other K-pop groups but I haven't really, it hasn't happened for me with other groups.
2: It's funny because I was literally having that conversation today with someone about how like You think, you know, you see on Twitter all the time people saying, like, I just wanted to know their names. Or you're like, oh, what's this? And then it's Mm -hmm. like that really, really, really old gif of, like, someone stomping in a puddle, but it's actually a sinkhole. And you're just submerged and you're gone. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I have not met someone. I'm sure they're out there, but I've not met them. Who's, like, successful in not only establishing but maintaining, like, casual fandom when it comes to
1: Bongtan. Mm Mm-hmm. I even remember, um, I was like, okay, let me just figure out who's who. And I'll, there's a couple of YouTube videos. It was this one time they were on Jimmy Fallon, they were wearing their idol outfits. And, you know, they go through, they introduce their names. Like, I watched that clip like over and over. I was like, okay, I'm going to just remember who's who, just so I don't look <laughs> like an ignorant K pop fan, just so I can name the people. And, you know, I've watched that repeatedly. And it's like, okay. From there, it just, like, went out of hand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but I do feel like this is the perfect segue. Um, who in BTS is your bias, if you have one, and bias wrecker?
1: I would say Jimin is my bias. Um, not even 100% sure why. I just feel like, okay, I... Maybe identify with him Uh, I feel like he's high fashion but then he's also really cute I mean they all have duality but I think I also like that he's kind of an underdog Um, like just hearing his story in the very beginning the way he had to work so hard for dancing and singing and you know some of them it seemed like they were going to be in the group you know automatically but then Uh, it seemed like he had to work a little more and it was like not a guarantee. So I think maybe that part of his story is what appeals to me. And I guess I would say, I don't, I'm not sure on bias records. I feel like all of them have been (laughs) one at some point. But I do feel like right now, John Cook is really having like a moment and just all of his talent and his voice. He seems to be like, doing really well and you know especially hearing like he's has gotten um you know the the songs that came out that are featuring him and he he does those those great v lives where he's he'll just do a lot of singing and so yeah I, probably him i would say
0: definitely understandable um we recently were gushing over jimin this weekend talking about how like (laughs) perfect he is essentially so um totally understand why he's your bias um and jk is a menace honestly like
2: (laughs) i can't these days it's like what is going on (laughs) jjk1 should be titled menace actually i hope he does you heard it here first
1: And he's just so talented. Like I guess he's learning how to be a drummer now. It's like, okay, you have enough talents. It's okay. (laughs) You're doing too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, what aren't you good at? (laughs) You're good at everything. Um, Do you have a fave BTS track? I'm
1: the person that takes such a long time deciding like if there's a list and it's like what's your number one you know one to ten of this (laughs) and it's like I'm the most indecisive person so that's why um, we had a couple episodes where we talked about um, our Spotify wrapped because I feel like that can give you the objective information of what you listen to and then it's like okay well I guess I can go from there because the numbers don't lie but I mean, it's not accurate 100% because sometimes I'm playing a playlist and it's just whatever was on that list. And maybe I that doesn't guarantee that, oh, I wanted to play that song that many times. But according to my Spotify wrapped 2019, my favorite number one track was Boy With Love. And then 2020, it was Black Swan. And then 2021, it was Permission to Dance. So that's going by the data, what I've played the most each year <laughs> but you know, other than that I feel like I've played serendipity a lot like you know when I was just getting into that was like I was getting into that album towards the beginning so I feel like I played that song a lot but I guess not it wasn't number one that year
2: I love that like we have access to so much data on Spotify wrapped like I know people think it can be basic or whatever because like come that time of year everyone's posting it but like you said it's so fun to see objectively which song you were smashing replay on repeatedly so I really enjoy that as well. Mm hmm.
0: Sometimes I'm like, no way. Like there's <laughs> like there's no way. Like how did this make it into my top? Like I swear I was listening to like other stuff way more than I was listening to this. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I think, well, how did this song get in there? I swear I played it like twice and it's right. like a Justin Bieber song or something. And it's like, Oh well, I guess it's there, so I don't know. I can't I can't argue with that.
0: Spotify will never show us their analytics so <laughs> we'll never actually know <laughs> alright well should we get into our main topic for the day sounds good um, Yeah, there's lots to discuss so we might as well jump in um, so of course we have reach the moment we've all been waiting for um bts have come back with a um new album an anthology album titled proof um just before their ninth anniversary and so this weekend or i should say i guess at least the last time we recorded it has just been filled with <laughs> bts content um so where to start Um, I guess we can start from the top of the list here. Um, let me pull up my actual news. So, um, starting up with these proof pop-up shops, YouTube shorts, there's a lot going on, um, local pop-ups in different parts of the country as well as in other countries. Um, there's a lot of pop-ups this week, (laughs) Um, Did you happen to visit any of them? I know you're in California. Mm -hmm. Did you make it to any of the pop-up shops or the YouTube Shores logo pop-up?
1: No, but I have been looking out for them. I'm like, okay, if there's one right nearby, maybe I'll check it out. But a lot of times these happen somewhere far away. And so I don't necessarily want to go there. And it's like on a... It'll be on a weekend, and I know it'll be tons of army there, but yeah, I, I'm, I tend to not go to them unless there's one pretty close by, Um and so I haven't been to one of the new ones. I did see the one pop-up shop at uh, Permission to Dance Vegas at Area 15 when I was there, and that was pretty cool, so I'm assuming it'll be similar to that, except, you know, with some new merch, some like some proof stuff. Uh but yeah, I definitely would wanna browse and see what's available out there if there was a, a convenient place. But yeah, I think it's just California's too big and so <laughs> you have to drive like an hour to get somewhere at a at a at a mall that would have one, I think.
2: In my head, like California Army are like winning everything um, because, you know, BTS consistently go to California. A lot of pop up and merch shops are there, but that's a good reminder that, yeah, like California is huge. (laughs) (laughs) For all of us East Coasters, it's like not that easy. Although DC is like, it takes a while to get places too, to be fair. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, California, I do, I have commented before that we just got so lucky with the permission to dance LA and then permission to dance Vegas. That's like within reasonable distance. Like, you know, people from California go to Vegas all the time. We just got so lucky with all that. But at the same time we have to deal with all the negatives of California too. It's like we got the high cost of living and the gas prices and you know, all of that stuff. So, uh, we we do there's the good and the bad there
0: (laughs) yeah um i always wonder about what are the logistics of them setting up these pop-up shops and how do they decide where they're going to set them up because like you were talking about convenience um i think they had the pop shop only in new york and la um and then the youtube shorts logo pop-ups were in la um new york miami which was surprising because like nothing ever happens in florida (laughs) and Mm -hmm. um in jakarta so i'm like okay it's not that many places right so like how do people decide where they're going to do these things like i guess i'm just being um whiny i want to see them come back to dc so i'm like bring one here
1: (laughs) yeah i want to take a picture in front of the big blue logo that looked pretty cool
0: yeah Yeah it's like it's not easy trying to get to New York. Um, I mean it's not like that far of a drive objectively but like it is definitely a trip trying to get to New York from DC so I always wonder how they decide how they're gonna um, set those up around the country. Mm -hmm. To be
2: fair they were just in DC so like we can't complain too loudly (laughs) compared to some other people but it's not like there was stuff for us to really like go to or interact with you know But i'll leave that there yeah they were on
0: official business (laughs) they were not here to see us um so yeah i'm gonna complain about not having a pop-up shop (laughs) like give me some (laughs) kind of content please
2: um so there was another huge announcement this week um or during this past week of what has since been dubbed hobie palooza um j-hope is going to be headlining at lollapalooza on sunday july 31st um his set is slated to be an hour long which is a giant question mark um because currently does not have an hour worth of materials so feeling a little bit suspicious about the possibility of a hope world Two or a second hobie mixtape whatever it may be called but what were your thoughts and reactions to Hobie at Lollapalooza in Chicago?
1: I was super shocked. I never thought, you know, BTS would be performing at a festival, much less a solo member. I have never even seen that happen. I think it has, but probably early on that I'm not aware of, but I, I never thought that would happen. And If it was going to, it would have been Coachella because it seems like that's would be easier for them. But I was like, that is crazy. That is great for J Hope. I'm happy for him. And, you know, this is a very different type of festival than Coachella. So that that was another part of it that's surprising to me. I I know it used to be more of a rock festival or like, you know, alternative rock but I think now, like, I think most festivals are just, like, all music now, like, whatever's popular, so I think that's great that they're now including K-pop in that umbrella of types of music, and I think that's really impressive that he, you know, for his first time there, he's the headliner, and, you know, he's gonna have an hour set, and they're really, you know, they're promoting him, so I think This is the good news for BTS.
0: Really, I just want to know why is it every time that BTS makes an announcement, they're going to be at some show? I'm like trying to work out, so here I am, like struggling on the treadmill, like <laughs> just like literally dying. And then I see the the Lollapalooza news, and I'm like, uh, hold on, I can't even finish my workout. Like literally, I had to go home because I was like, I can't,
2: <laughs> I can't focus, like, I can't do anything the image of you like falling off the treadmill I'm glad that didn't actually happen
0: I was I was near falling off of it like I was actually struggling um so yeah I need them to get their timing together or I need to get my timing together or just stop being at the gym I don't know one of the two But but anyway um I was super excited to hear that news um of course as a Hobie bias um Mike, you were saying, Andrea, like, it's absolutely insane that he's getting the chance to headline this, um, and I just think it's a great moment for him that he's going to be in, um, this venue, I guess, with artists that he's, like, inspired by, like, being in the same place with J. Cole, who he's, like, clearly, like, obviously very, um, inspired by with the way he's named his album after him um he's like rapped about him in songs before and stuff like that so i just think it's cool that he might get the opportunity to meet him and um that he'll get the chance to like headline his own show as a solo artist and have like a bunch of screaming fans there (laughs) to see him like if you've seen the lollapooloo of crowds they're absolutely insane um so just imagining what that's going to look like for him I'm I'm just really happy for him that he gets the opportunity to do this.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a different Lollapalooza this time. I don't know if the if people who regularly go to this are ready for that. There's going to be a bunch of army. There'll be some army bombs. It'll be they'll be singing along to his songs. So I don't know if they're going to all be ready for for the J Hope show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it is official that you can take your army bombs. I wasn't sure like what the rules would be, but I don't know if Lollapalooza is ready to just see like a sea of army bombs light up Grant Park like crazy.
1: Oh yeah. And I did hear that it's supposed to be streamed on Hulu or, you know, possibly other places. So there's going to be footage of it and clips out there. So even if we're not going, we'll, we'll be able to see how it goes.
2: I have, like, really bad impulse control when it comes to Bongtan. Um, so I, like, smash the purchase button without considering any of the logistics, so <laughs> as of now, I will be going to Palooza. I have some family that live in Chicago, so planning on going out, but like you said, I don't really know what to expect. Like, I've been to some smaller music festivals in the past, so not so much, like, unsure of that angle, but, you know, all the... Reddit blogs about Lollapalooza say like, you know, show up a couple hours before the set you want to see, like, don't, you know, stand around camping out at one stage, like make sure you travel around and visit all the artists to get the most out of your experience. And I'm like, that might be true in general, but I know ARMY and I know how ARMY operate and like, do I need to be there at like (laughs) 8am on (laughs) Sunday lined up, you know, camping out at the Bud Light stage or whichever stage, you know hope he's at all day like what's what's the mood but I also don't want to like experience heat stroke so we'll see what the plan becomes closer to so (laughs) wow
1: that's great Uh, I can't wait to hear your experience afterwards it's already next month it's like I know often I I don't know they don't tell us things until they're (laughs) almost about to happen yeah so why is that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they clearly know. They clearly have like a plan in
2: place. Um, but they just like to keep us guessing. I can't figure it out.
0: I was wondering about this one because I did I'm not sure if it's a rumor or not, but I did hear that I, I think Doja Cat was supposed to headline Lollapalooza, but she dropped out, and so um I'm not sure how it got to um J Hope headlining or when that happened. I'm not even sure that's entirely true. Um but maybe they didn't have any foresight until recently of when he, he would act if he would actually be headlining, or it could have been in the making for months and it's just a hype thing or a lollapalooza thing to announce things at the absolute <laughs> last minute. Last
1: minute, <laughs> yeah. It's like I need army needs to mentally prepare for these things. There's so many big things happening, I need to know ahead of time. Like, a lot of times, it's like, okay, tickets for whatever concerts are going to be on sale and you we find out the day before or something like that
2: we've complained about this numerous times like we need time to get like our finances in order and like (laughs) figure (laughs) out logistics but it's always it always feels sudden and I don't know why that is like we should have come to just like expect it or like never trust Bongtan but I'm still caught off guard every single time
0: Julie, you mentioned um, that he has an hour-long set and he doesn't have, currently, enough music to fill that one-hour set. Um, If you combine all of his solo works from working with, um, I guess, on the actual BTS albums as well as his mixtapes or singles that he's released, it still doesn't make an hour. So, Army are speculating that he may release um hope world 2 and there was an interview that was released from weverse magazine last night i was reading before bed and it was featuring j-hope and he was doing a lot of talk about um i guess himself and where he wants to go in his musical career and he was making references to um showing a different side of himself in his new music and but it was quite a few references to that so i'm like hmm are we getting hope world 2 um is it going to be this kind of darker side of him like he was saying um are the fans going to get that before hobie palooza i'm really interested to see how it turns out
2: i'm so curious honestly because i was trying to already plan my fit for hobie palooza and obviously j-hope i think super colorful super crazy and then i was also looking at like excerpts from that article and i was like um if he's going for like a darker thing do i need to switch back to like the harnesses and like the stompy boots and like whatever else
1: <laughs> you gotta have a backup outfit <laughs> just yeah so exactly <laughs> He says Dark J-Hope concept.
2: <laughs> but like, what is Dark J-Hope? To be honest, I can't even like conceptualize that really. Maybe like Boy Meets Evil intro. That's about as close as I can think of.
0: <laughs> That's what's going to be really interesting to see because we don't see that side of him. We hear members talk about him being like scary when he's mad or stuff like that, but we really don't see um. Any dark sides to him because he chooses to show that happy side for the most part so i'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to whatever he um, plans to release
1: yeah i just saw a tiktok recently where it was like the top four angriest members and it was like okay number four number four rm number three v number two, Jimin, and then number one was J-Hope. And it was, it was like showing like little clips of them, like looking <laughs> angry and I'm like, oh wow. And then people were like commenting like, yeah, it's the nicest ones are the ones that can get the angriest.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I've heard people say similar things about Jimin. So it's funny that he was clocking in at number two, like Hobie and Jimin, spirit <laughs> roomies forever, but like don't piss them off
1: yeah it's hard for us to picture we don't see like the the day-to-day stuff so
2: (laughs) i can believe hobie being scary i remember all those memes where it was like him with i guess what later became n hyphen right like with trainees and then like him with bong (laughs) like it was literally i mean they were memes right but it was literally like night and day Anyway, I could talk about Hobie Palooza all day, but...
0: Well, before we move on, fans were also speculating if members of BTS might show up during his set. Um, Well, in the crowd, or actually on stage. Um, In reference to All Force One, which I believe happened in 2015, um, which featured Namjoon as um, a rapper amongst other Korean rappers but he invited the other members of the rap line on stage to perform with him so um fans are wondering if hobie will do the same thing maybe we'll get like a cypher or something like that with other members
2: if that happens you'll hear my most primal screams (laughs) in california and in washington dc like coast to coast
1: Yeah, imagine they they come out for like chicken noodle soup or something and not even like just the rap line, just like any of them, like they can all, you know, join in on his songs.
2: We were just watching Suzu like super recently and I like short circuit. So yeah, I I can imagine, (laughs) but I'll also be like weeping openly, hopefully in the front row.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Something that happens a lot at Coachella too is that they'll just have a collab with, you know, some other big stars. So we could be seeing that too. Like whatever artists that he that are there already or that maybe they are from Chicago or, you know, they just want to like join in his set. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities there.
2: From your lips to God's ears, please. <laughs> That'd be cute.
0: Born center, born singer mashup, J Cole on stage with Cole. Your brain. Um, there was also some talk about if this could possibly be um a pit stop in the BTS tour that we're all waiting on bait- waited- <laughs> waiting on baited breath for to actually receive announcements about if they're going to um release any tour dates soon so could they be in the u.s for a tour soon not entirely sure
1: well if they are then it, it wouldn't be permission to dance anymore It'd be like the proof tour right
0: yeah i'd assume so yeah yeah i think fans were waiting this morning um to understand what those question marks were on six thirteen, um, on the proof release schedule, I guess, uh, fans were speculating that it might be, um, comeback. I'm sorry, not come back, but tour dates. And that did not happen. So,
2: (laughs) I 100% thought it was just the live. I know we'll get to that later, right? But there was like question marks on the day the live was announced and then the live today. So I was like, yeah, it's the live. And then I saw people talking about tour dates and I was like, what? Oh, God. Like, oh, God, it's happening. Like, everybody stay calm, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know if it's because it was released like ahead of time that the proof lie was happening but it totally makes sense that that was what we were supposed to get today because it was released today and it was the only thing released today so i don't know why fans were expecting something else to be released but
2: see prior point about like bongtan not giving us time for anything and always catching us unawares so i mean <laughs> anything <laughs> goes <laughs>
0: I think we just want a tour so bad, we're just like waiting for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially the East Coast and other countries even. I I think they feel very deprived.
2: Exactly. So I guess I see we have, (laughs) we're coming up on 40 minutes, which is great. Time is flying. But should we talk about Proof and the new tracks and the demos? Yeah. Did I skip anything? I don't want to jump ahead. We can talk about the MB2. Okay. Um,
0: Andrea, any thoughts on the release of Proof?
1: Well, I loved all the new music, um, yet to come. Loved it. Um, run BTS. I think we weren't, ex- you know sure what kind of a song that was going to be. Like, oh, is this going to be for the show? Or is it going to be like a pop kind of song? But that was a really fun surprise. I think it's like the breakout favorite, I would say. A a lot of people are are loving Run BTS. And, you know, for youth, of course, it has like really amazing vocals, and it has that emotional you know, emotional subject of, you know, ARMY and, and BTS. So, I mean, I know we only, we got a, a few new songs because it's an anthology. And so I think I, I can't handle, I don't know if I can handle a full album anymore just with like many songs that are new all at once. So in, in a way, I'm I'm kind of glad that it was, it was these songs and, you know, the demos, which I haven't had a chance to, get to all of them I've heard clips of them like uh, people posted them on Twitter and stuff but yeah I think it was just the right amount of new music that I can handle right now and I, I loved all of it I think they I, I don't know I guess maybe some people thought like oh you know they can only do um, dynamite and butter kind of pop music now and can they do the music that they did before and I mean, I, I would not take that seriously because they definitely uh, were sounding like they've always sounded, that we're just with their energy. So I think, I think I'm really impressed by the new music.
2: It flows really well as an album, too. Like the fact that it's an anthology and covers so many eras, in my mind, like it could have sounded disjointed or like you're saying, like. Sonically, many of their songs sound different, but it somehow still just like feels like a cohesive whole as an album. So I don't know. I agree. Yeah, I haven't done the
0: rundown of actually listening to them in order. They've been on shuffle, which is probably a mistake because <laughs> you're supposed to be listening to them in order, at least for the first time. Um, so I need to get on that. But um, I'm really impressed with the new songs i wasn't entirely sure what we were going to receive i mean i kind of figured get to come was going to be kind of sad or whatever but i didn't really have too many thoughts on what the other songs were going to sound like um and well we already knew what born singer sound like but that was nice to hear that re-recorded um but for run bts yes that is like the talk of army town this weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. it is such a fun song and i'm actually really loving for youth the more i listen to it i'm like this might be my favorite of some new songs that were released it has that like old school kind of like motown love song vibe and i'm obsessed with it
1: mm-hmm yeah and th- there's that one part towards the end with jungkook's part and it's just like it just like hits you the the part where he's like you're the best friend for the rest of my life that part yes really good
0: i'm like i know in the proof live they were saying that this was like dedicated to army of course but also like their friends and family and everyone who's been there for them along the way but it really sounds like a love song like (laughs) i can hear this played at weddings like (laughs)
2: oh that's a good idea yeah army (laughs) wedding track yeah
0: (laughs) it's like the perfect love song
2: yeah i i'm obsessed with run bts yoongi's part and he's just going so freaking fast like every time i'm like volume up to maximum and like You know, recently got a new, like, sound system and, like, subwoofer, and allegedly my windows are, like, rattling, and I'm probably disturbing the entire neighborhood, but it is what it is. (laughs) That is a song you turn up. Exactly. Exactly. If drag racers can disturb me every night while I'm sleeping, they can listen to Run BTS on, like, repeat, okay?
1: like. (laughs) Yeah, I remember um, one time I just had to, like, laugh at myself, because... I I like roll into work in my car and it's like you gotta roll the window down because you gotta um you know scan your badge and then I'm like people must think it's so funny like I'm playing like uh get a really loud volume like they'll hear it all of a sudden because they open the window
2: but yeah I, I like think seven in the morning <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and it's I think Run BTS is gonna be that kind of song where it's like oh I open my window and like the whole parking lot's gonna hear it and too bad. <laughs> spreading the good news with Bongtan so
0: yeah I always wonder what people think when I'm like sitting at a stoplight and my entire car is just like vibrating from some BTS song <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they'll look over and it's like oh are you singing or rapping along to it and they'll probably like what what music is that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing choreo behind the wheel
2: drive safety traffic safety everyone not while driving of course yeah yeah yeah. and a red light (laughs) yeah safety first safety second safety also third according to j-hope so any thoughts on the demos
1: i've heard some of them and it's really crazy how some of them sound very different than the the version that we know and you think well it could have totally just kept going in that direction and released that as a song but then that would have been a great song too so I don't know how the producers over there decide like no we want it to sound like this instead of this because it's like everything sounds good (laughs) I think the one that was most shocking well there were two that were most
2: shocking to me so I was intrigued by all of them um number one dna as demoed by j-hope like to me that song sounded maybe the most different um and i was just like completely i don't know this word is probably overused in the fandom but i was like completely shook um (laughs) and also like okay so obviously our name is girls with fun but clay and i were laughing at like the completely unhinged like boys with fun demo and we're like yeah our podcast is named after the unhinged demo version (laughs) and (laughs) not the original version (laughs) so anyway (sighs) Kalei, i think you are up (laughs) ma'am just like as if that
0: song could get any more chaotic like (laughs) here comes the demo (laughs) Gosh, like, RM's part towards the end with that anybody mode. He's just, like, screaming. (laughs) It's absolutely hilarious.
1: (laughs) And then I saw people on Twitter, they're trying to, like, explain it to people. It's like, well, the demo doesn't have to have the real words. It's like, yeah, I mean, we know, but it's still pretty funny. It can just have, like, (laughs) sounds instead of the whatever words it's going to be at the end product.
2: There's that. V was, like oh sorry
0: go ahead oh no i was gonna say there's that tweet that was going around on twitter that like laughing on army to it is like laughing at a funeral <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> people don't want to like laugh at certain things but it was like you were probably just gonna mention tay like kind of chuckling at it this morning in his v exactly. like yeah. <laughs> yeah like
2: it's okay to laugh
0: it's funny oh, yeah <laughs>
2: I mean like we know Bangtan are hilarious and chaotic. Like why wouldn't if you're here, presumably you're also here for that side of them, right? I don't know why you wouldn't laugh, but yeah. Yeah. That's so funny.
0: Um,
2: also, which which one was it where Namjoon's auto tune was just like off the charts? It, I think it was an older one, but <laughs> I I'm blanking on I which Need song you? it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I was particularly
0: fond, other than the DNA demo that you mentioned, because that was insane. I'm like, uh, Hobie, can you release that for me?" Thank you. Um, I was particularly fond of uh, Jen's Epiphany demo, which sounds entirely different. If I'm correct, it's all in English, so I'm wondering if that was like the original submission for it, and then they, you know, rewrote it in Korean and tweaked it and used what they wanted from the original. <clears throat> But I'm obsessed with it. Like it's just so good. <laughs> I know he said it sounded entirely different, but I didn't know what to expect. But I-, I love it. Like the range of emotions in that version of the song is just—it's uh, really good. And I wish he would like record it and actually release it for us.
1: Just imagine how many demos they have because it's like probably every song has a demo I would think there's just so many versions of everything like each member maybe they took a shot at it there's there's endless material there I'm sure
2: I was literally saying the same thing when Kalea and I were chatting this weekend and we were joking like they should have done a fourth CD of just like the concert mixes because again we are watching Suzu but like the absolute like songs they must have stored in the vaults like I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm begging. Please. <laughs> well,
0: that was the other two songs that I wanted to bring up, which was Young Love and Quotation Marks, which we didn't really know what that was because they appeared to be new songs, but we thought we were just getting demos of songs that we knew. But those are like two whole new songs. um, Just unreleased songs. So they probably just have mad unreleased songs sitting in the vault that we are never going to get. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, whoever at JTBC was trying to break into hide the first time,
2: like let me hire you again so you can go into the hard drives. I need them to like train for it though, be a little quicker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. uh those songs sound like 2013, 2014, like school level fair era bong time. So I'm like Oh, you just have a bunch of Just One Day sitting in a hard drive somewhere. Like, give it here! I've been waiting for another Just One Day for so long. <laughs> here there, they there's come. A bunch, of,
1: a bunch of gold just sealed up in the vaults, you know.
0: <laughs> Ugh literally screaming every time i hear
2: young love i'm like please (laughs) i can't
0: believe this i've been betrayed
2: i'm not endorsing this like people do not come for me but you know how they say like if you just carry like a ladder around and look like you know where you're walking like people will let you go in anywhere because like people don't really think about like maintenance staff all the time like i'm just throwing that out there (laughs) (sighs)
0: Um, anyway, yeah, I'm really enjoying those tracks. I allegedly was listening to them on YouTube because I just can't. Like, if I have to listen to them on a CD every single time or a CD player, I should say, I it's just not really an option for me anymore. Like, I only have one, it's in my home. What am I gonna do when I'm like in the car or on the way to work at work? Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. I wanna hear it. Sorry. <laughs> I've been, like, dying to, like, crack open the CDs because I still have my, like, 2000s boombox, but I'm like, I got to stream on Spotify! Like, <laughs> so I'll have to, like, bust out the CD soon.
1: Yeah, that's true. I wonder if they consider that, like, that you can you'll buy the CDs, but then playing them, does that help with the the streaming numbers and, you know, all the different metrics that they're keeping track of
2: yeah i'm like not judging anyone 100 for listening on youtube or like listening to their cd like you do what you need to do but like for some reason my brain has this mental block about like i gotta stream like the cds don't count (laughs) (laughs) they'll count later once things like simmer down i cannot explain this but it's how i feel mentally
1: (laughs) yeah the the, we want to we want to help them and do the right the right thing whatever that is <laughs> yeah
0: i'm at cd3 specifically like so that i can hear the demos
1: like during the day because you yeah.
0: can't obviously um
1: but some people like were gonna we're speculating like hey why doesn't Weaver sell like the one, you know a sony disc man so that people can play their cds on it like That would be a smart thing.
2: I'm actually, now that you say that, I'm surprised HYBE doesn't because they will make money anywhere they can make money. Like, it's insane. Like, why haven't they sold a CD player? Like, most of us are out here with, like, a really old On Its Last leg CD player, maybe one in our car or, like, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they can make mad money selling CD players. Like, a purple CD player, BTS Branded have each member design one, then I'll suddenly mysteriously buy seven CD players because, again, bad impulse control. Yeah. (laughs) I know at one point they
0: were selling like a Dynamite um, themed CD player, kind of like those popular K-pop CD players that were like all over Instagram at one point. But, of course, it's not portable. So, again, you can like only listen to it in your home. (laughs) You can't really like take it with you on the road. So it would be cool if they Somehow found the means to produce some portable CD players for us
2: with like Bluetooth headsets. This is like, come on, a giant business opportunity, and a, like a '90s dad like belt clip. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I can be out here with my Walkman, like purple Walkman, tearing it up at the park. Army will buy it.
1: the idea right there. <laughs>
2: I know, like hype staff. If you're listening, here's a free idea. Please take it. <laughs>
0: Um. So, what did you guys think about the yet to come envy? I guess song and envy.
1: Well, I know that we people had speculated that it was filmed in Vegas, like in the in between the the two weekends, and you know the teaser clip. Then it, it kind of looked like it. It's like, oh, that's that's in the desert. I think. It, I don't know if they confirmed that or not, but it it does look like it's filmed there. And it must have been, like, a lot of work to move all those props and things from the past, and I don't know if they were the same exact ones, but I, I think it was, like, such a a well-done video, and with all the references, I think it's definitely Army-specific. I don't know if, like the average fan who is like just hearing about BTS and just getting into their music if they would understand everything that's going on in there. I mean, I know I don't either. I'm not like you know the super knowledgeable uh, fan about theories and all that, but I, I definitely think it's a, it's a good fan MV because of, of all the references to their previous work. Yeah,
0: I was wondering how much of, um, the set or props, I mean, you could tell a lot of it was, but how much of it was actually, like, CGI and what they were actually able to recreate out there, um, I mean, of course, I highly doubt they, you know, somehow got a giant train car out into the desert, (laughs) but I wonder what was, um, real props versus, um, some kind of digital creation but yeah you said it was loaded with references um so i think that was fun for us i know when julie and i were watching it we were um watching it with friends and pointing out what was from what um music video what era um so i think that's fun for fans new and old um to see what they can remember from older music videos, as well as fans now getting the opportunity to go back and watch all of their other music videos and be like, Oh, okay. Now I understand what this is referring to now.
2: I have to share, <clears throat> excuse me. Of course I get a tickle on my throat right when I start to talk. Um, I have to share a funny comment from, I think one of our friends or was it you Kalea, but it was the end of the music video and they're all sitting on that bus and Namjoon and Ty are in the same seat and we saw this tweet that someone had tweeted that was like they put the two biggest mfs right like next to each other in one seat and this whole bus is open and like one of our other friends was like oh this is like the spring day setup and like i can't remember like that level of detail i was just like in <laughs> awe but then but then we all like ran to target um we were basically like doing an army in the soup type of thing for context and so we're in like this very rural area and we go to target and like pretty much i um, i think get like the last handful of albums on the shelf and then we like run back and we're like opening them to see who has what and inevitably Kale- <laughs> <laughs> Gets Namjoon, which was, like, a running joke anyway, and Tay. So we were like, oh, you have the guys sitting together, like, on the bus. The two, like, beefiest members squeezed into one seat. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I didn't even think about it, but it's funny that you got Namjoon again. As usual. <laughs> it's I a, live in perpetual
0: envy. <laughs> it's a running joke with me, Andrea, that I get Namjoon every single time I pull... Um, anything from one of their albums, so it wasn't the actual photo card, but no surprise that it was the, I don't know if you call that like a postcard or the mini photo, whatever it was, it was him, so. <laughs> but yeah. Um uh,
1: drawn to you somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's his way of communicating with me. Um, <laughs> The... Uh, the way they were sitting on the bus I feel like we have to comment on that um, like you said it was from spring day um, but this time they looked far happier than they do in the spring day music video um, and I just have to point out that like the way it ended like I know they're saying like yeah the best is yet to come and we'll keep coming back for more but like <laughs> the way the scene just ended with it kind of closing shut like that i know we're supposed to be like closing out chapter one of bts but i don't know it just felt really weird like <laughs> felt like it was closing out a lot more than chapter one i don't know i hope it's not though <laughs> but
2: i mean they're all on a bus like supposedly driving off into the distance together and then it closes like that and i'm just sweating profusely here <laughs> yeah this
1: <laughs> like what does this mean
2: <laughs> exactly um,
1: like, hi. just tell us exactly, without symbolism, <laughs> what's happening.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because um, one of the things I was trying to pinpoint were their all-white outfits. Um, and they wear all-white in so many music videos. I realized this weekend, after rewatching a lot of them, I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, on or, like, Black Swan-specific, um, but, like, the wearing of all-white could mean two things like either kind of like the death of something or rebirth um so i found that really interesting um that they were wearing those all-white fits um that could have dual meanings hopefully leaning towards the rebirth part (laughs) yeah
1: this is they're they're talking about their next chapter all the time so yeah is the ending of their nine year chapter? That's kind of an odd number to have a a chapter last, but yeah i think I think you're right with your interpretation,
0: and it's like they said this is the end of chapter one of b t s but like this is a long chapter <laughs> like <laughs> it's like long, but it's not when you think about it, right um like nine years is a long time, but you know, artists have really fruitful c- careers that last decade. So it is it is relatively short and um, what we could have from them. But it's like, man, you know, some people have been listening to them for nine years or, like, me thinking about how I've been listening to them for, like, eight. Like, that <laughs> feels like a lot of time, but also no time. Like, it has absolutely flown by. Yeah, I
1: think my i guess three years of fandom it feels like it went really fast so i can't imagine what like if you were there day one it probably also feels fast when you were watching them 2013 debut
2: i saw a tiktok today and i was like i'm not crying like someone's cutting onions what's going on like where it was an army who had been part of the fandom since 2013 and like in the same way that they revisited their outfits and concepts um throughout the years like she was like revisiting her different eras and so like she starts it off and she has like I don't remember if it was the version one army bomb or like the light stick even before that right and like that really old merch that like most of us had that was like BTS in the letters and then like the armbands on the side and like the floral (laughs) back or whatever you know Um, and just like I don't know I was like tearing up watching it I mean
1: I think I saw that TikTok it she had like the Bulletproof Boy Scouts t-shirt exactly and like the different stuff through the years and it's like oh i'm at this concert
2: yeah and you can literally see her like i don't know if growing up is the right word because i don't know like what age she was when she started standing like you can't really tell from the video and i don't want to assume but like you can just see her like growing with bong chan right like when you look at photos from like 10 years ago versus now (laughs) like Mm -hmm. hopefully we all look better now hopefully right like (laughs) um (laughs) at least definitely the camera quality but just like her doing various things with friends going to concerts learning choreos and i was like bts has been so instrumental in so many people's lives you know and like brought a lot of positivity to people so whatever i'm kind of rambling now but yeah i saw that tiktok and was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that
1: that's how evil tiktok is they'll it's like this is for you i'm like yes i like this kind of content and now i'm turning off tiktok i don't want to be emotional
2: <laughs> right it's either well i'm probably exposing myself here it's either like super emotional or like so thirsty and i'm like what have my eyes witnessed <laughs> like what <laughs> have i seen there's very little in between
0: there were so many references in the music video um but i do want to point out too that i'm obsessed with before we pivot um one was yungi and being on top of that piano
2: yes if, if you don't mention it i was going to
0: <laughs> and that kind of like garden i guess and throughout mm, i guess what from is it from i need you or the prologue i don't know where it starts but did the prologue come after i can't remember the order at this point but just like from the most beautiful moment in life series like through wings yungi's been on this piano and just like in a room burning essentially and like finally he's having this moment where i don't know i guess things are going well for him he's at peace he's thriving um in this like beautiful rose garden i'm like i don't know that just really touched me um seeing that transition for him of him i guess going from pain to something beautiful um so i was really happy to see that reference made in the music video as well as the freaking train cars i'll never let it die like (laughs) 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 we went again like (laughs) army clowns we have not lost this one like we got it back fully in a music video like I'm just here for it
1: people have been predicting that so many times that it's like it's time for this to be explained
2: the way I like screamed and curled up on the ground when that like train car shipping container thing came on the tv i was just like on the floor screaming um true story (laughs) yeah also the Yungi oasis thing makes me think of sea the lyrics to sea and like turning a desert into like an ocean with tears or like now you have this oasis or this safe flowery space in the desert and so i don't know if it's connected but that's just where my brain went and so i'm like i'm not crying you're crying (laughs) i think that was even kind of an overall reference
0: for the music video as well that they were in that desert and i think there was ocean sounds when the music video opened so it was almost like a direct reference to see with that so
2: I think like the hyper, they obviously turned up like the imaging or the colors or like did video editing or whatever. But like the hyper blue of the sky contrasting with like this, like, I guess water is blue, right? Often an imagery could be like a parallel, but maybe I'm stretching. So I'm not like a theorist army in general. I'm like anything goes, but that was just, again, where my brain went
0: there was one that we could not figure out for the life of us which was like Tay's part with like the rose we were like is this a reference to like we were just kind of coming up with like all these different possibilities but we could not figure out what his part in particular was supposed to be a reference to so maybe someone out there listening to the podcast has any thoughts or Andrea do you have any ideas of what that could be
1: uh um i can't remember in the boy with love video but didn't somebody throw a rose when it w- it was um rm's party was rapping and then someone threw a rose at him Or maybe that was jinn that was probably jinn though okay never mind <laughs>
2: I was wondering, like, when were they in school uniforms? Like, is Tay in a suit or is he in a school uniform? I mean, because trust Tay to be in a suit in the desert. <laughs> Side note.
0: One thing about Tay, he's gonna wear a suit, no matter the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I was thinking it also could be a reference to School Love Affair as well. Um, With Boy in Love and, and the rose that they were giving to the female lead in there as well so yeah i mean it could be a multitude of things <clears throat> uh so should we move on to the next topic um yeah, let's do it quickly before Moving on to the last two, I did want to bring up BTS. um, Back on music shows, it's been, what, two and a half years since they've performed with On? And when they did perform with On, um, I believe ARMY didn't make it to any of those shows at all. um, Because they had stopped um, having ARMY show up due to COVID. So um, this is BTS' first time. Back in front of Army at Music Show. So it was a really special occasion. Um, they greeted them with, I should say, BTS greeted Army with these really special gifts, which made me wish that I was um, an Army in Korea, as I do often when they do things like this.
2: <laughs> the way I'm sitting here with my head literally in my hands, like, I'm not jealous. I'm not, I'm not jealous. <gasps> <sighs> they got
0: personalized engraved lip balm um the cases say army on the front they're like absolutely gorgeous hand cream um they may have gotten something else but what was really special was they got three pink roses which apparently means i love you which is absolutely adorable and once again i'm <laughs> saying why am i not in korea like <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> It's like the FOMO. We're all the way over here. <laughs> it's like, ugh.
0: um, but I'm excited to see them on the music shows, which, of course, hasn't been, um, released yet. They will be airing this week, I believe. They'll be on M Countdown, Music Bank, and Inkigayo. Not entirely sure what days those are, but um, I think Inkigayo is on Sundays, but. We should I know be one seeing of those. them
1: is on Friday, okay. But I don't. I didn't see the times of all everything that's going on. But yeah, it sounded like they do a taping a week ahead, and then it airs later. And do they go in person on that day too, or how does that work?
0: I always thought it was live for some reason. I thought it was in person, but I, I guess they do pre-record. Maybe sometimes they're in person, sometimes they're not. Um, so I wasn't sure how that worked.
1: Yeah, because uh, if they win that week, wouldn't they need to be there? Or I guess if they, pre- I don't know if it, if is performing a separate thing. Then if you won the charts that week, I I don't hundred percent know how it all works.
2: Yeah, maybe. And it could have changed with COVID too. Like maybe in the past it was live and now they just don't want like 20,000 people standing on a stage together. Oh, 20,000 is a slight exaggeration, but like yeah. <laughs> thinking about some of them.
1: <laughs> it's like three big groups are all standing near each other. It's like, who won? hmm
2: I'm still
0: like, shocked from the reveal of what the actual stage looks like for one of the music shows i don't know if that was m countdown or music bank but one of them and it's like incredibly small <laughs> i did not think the studio looked like that so like i have no idea how these music show works like i'm still trying to wrap my head around that small stage they stand on
2: <laughs> yeah I love which the- makes you wonder oh sorry go ahead
1: I, I was just going to say I love the accounts we've been getting from the Korean army. They're like drawing little pictures. It's like this member did this at the very end and then it's just really funny that it's like stick figure drawings but it's like oh okay I totally get what you're saying though because you can't take photos in there but you know the drawings it gets the idea across. Yeah that. I've
2: loved I haven't seen drawings, so I'll have to like check that out. But I've like seen people describing various things and it's just getting me like more hyped um, when I do get to see them. Um, Circling back to the size of the stage, it does make you wonder, like, how small is the Saturday Night Live stage then, you know, like. It was even smaller than like some of these like music shows that they that they do. And they're like, was it Boy With Love or was it Idol? But they're straight up like trying not to kick each other, which, as you know, (laughs) like has happened. So anyway, (laughs) it just makes you think. Yeah. They also did a V Live.
0: um, I believe that was after M Countdown. I'm not sure, but it was um, the first show. And it was chaotic as usual when the seven of them were together. Um, But it was really short. It was nine minutes. um, And, of course, they were trying not to spoil things. But they were pretty much giving away spoilers anyway. Um, Specifically for the release of the song for ARMY for FESTA, which we were awaiting to receive, um, which was My You by JK did you guys listen to it yeah Mm -hmm.
1: what did you think
2: I think you should go first as the guest
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was just super cute and especially the the way they put together the video it's like you're texting Jungkook or you know he's texting you or you're Looking at his social media, it's like, well, that is kind of what Army does. They are just checking things all day long. And so, uh, yeah, I thought it was just really, really adorable, definitely from the heart. And, you know, does it seem like Army has gotten a lot of love this Festa? Like, I don't know, maybe more than usual?
0: No, 100%. <laughs> we definitely <Yeah>. have. <laughs>
1: It's like songs dedicated to ARMY and thanking ARMY. Um, yeah, definitely feeling the love. <laughs> and I didn't he work on that? Was that the same song that he did in his, his V Live from like a few months back where he was trying to put together a song? I didn't li- go back and listen to it if it was the same exact thing, but I think he maybe kind of built from that.
2: Yes. I saw people saying he was like working on it on his birthday or something, but I didn't go back and check either.
0: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. It, I, I don't think the lyrics are exactly the same, um, but the melody definitely is what he was working on in that V Live. Um, so I thought that was cool that he actually took that and, and made that into a song for us.
2: The way that I did not need to be this DeLulu, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, it was so millennial or Gen Z of, like, you're texting someone, but then they're also, like, adding you on Instagram, but then chatting with you on Snapchat. Like, I do not need the mental image of JK blowing up my phone. Like, I am (laughs) hanging on by a thread as it is, okay? Like... I do not need to know, you know, you open the video full screen on your phone, like on YouTube, and it pretty much like takes over the screen. And like, yeah, some of the fonts are like, slightly different because they're not trying to get hit with like copyright violation by Apple or more likely Samsung, right? But like, I'm like, yeah, the song is beautiful. And again, I'm like weeping openly and sick to my stomach because of this song. (laughs)
0: Yeah, or him referring to us as my you, its just absolutely adorable.
2: I don't ask to suffer, but I always do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we should be getting one more thing for FESTA tomorrow morning. The dinner, the real dinner with BTS. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that as well.
1: I'm just wondering why Hybe is doing all of these things so early in the morning lately. (laughs) It's like 5 a.m. my time, I think, is when it's going to drop. Same thing as Proof Live this morning was at 5 a.m. And and you know how this morning, V just like, I guess, totally on his own, decided to go live like an hour before, and that was like 4 a.m. And... Like, I just happened to be awake at that time just for no reason because <laughs> it's like...
2: If because it's not- you're an <laughs> army. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it's not hype, it's like one of my dogs is like, I need to wake up right now. And, uh, and then I, of course, looked over at my phone. I'm like, someone went live? It's like, what? And, okay, once I see that, it's like I can't not click on it. So... <laughs> Yeah, very sleep deprived today, probably the same thing tomorrow, trying to watch (laughs) these things live, even though it's like, okay, I don't have to watch it live, but I'm going to. (laughs) I was kind of naive. Like, I don't know why I thought that the
2: proof live performance this morning would be live, except that it's in the name. I realize now they meant like live perform, like they are singing live in that moment. Mm -hmm. but like when tay went on be live i was so confused i was like is he does he not have somewhere that he needs to be (laughs) like to be getting (laughs) ready and then it's like counting down and like starting and he's still you know chilling in this dark room and i'm like i guess this is not live and then it very clearly wasn't like once it started you know and they're in the desert and it's super sunny um but yeah i was
1: just like confused by that i'm not gonna lie Yeah, I thought maybe uh, maybe he's just doing this right outside the door of where it is and he's just going to run out real quick right at, you know, 4:59. <laughs> exactly. I'm so glad to hear I'm not alone in that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't But it get was to really it. funny because he was just kind of like I don't know if he had a plan for that to be live or not, but he was just kind of like sleeping for some of it and like doing just random stuff and <laughs> It, it, you know watching things so it's like yeah if he was supposed to be somewhere it's like it didn't really look like it
0: <laughs> yeah i was also gonna say he was just doing whatever on that life like i saw army tweeting that Seriously? he just like left for like some amount of some amount of time <laughs> like going to sleep like watching like try not to laugh bts compilations like just doing whatever <laughs>
2: laughing at boys with fun demo version (laughs) (laughs) um
0: well that brings us to our final topic nice segue to talk about the proof live um with a special guest who just so happened to be anderson peck um I kind of saw rumors that it would be Anderson Pack on Twitter before um, The Proof Live was released um, from the Instagram post. He posted with BTS when they were in Vegas, saying that things were to be continued. Um, So no one knew what that meant until today.
1: Yeah, I thought that was genius. Anyone who guessed that. But, you know, if we if you, I guess if you looked at enough information that that is something that people would come up with. It's like, yeah, they, if you, if you think they filmed in Vegas and who else was there that they interacted with who could be a special guest and who's a big fan of BTS, you know, it does make sense. I thought it was super
0: oh go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's kind of funny that like sometimes army are like detectives, like we can find out like literally anything within seconds, right? But then sometimes something will be right in front of us and we just have no clue. Like (laughs) on the V Live when they were making reference to JK's um song for festa that was gonna be released with the bunny ears, and people were like, It was right in front of our faces, like (laughs) they kept doing bunny ears throughout the V Live no one put
1: like any thoughts together about
0: that but like they're, they're like doing the math
1: like... <laughs> they're like this instrument looks like someone in his band used it you know like who remembers like what the- his instruments look like
2: <laughs> Yeah, based exactly. on the exact positioning of the sun at the time of the yeah like, like there's no rhyme or reason to us being smart though we're either super smart or like I don't know staring at the wrong thing you know <laughs> yeah i just thought it was cute all i was gonna say before is how he shouted out his son as well and saying like how they connected and like i don't know i enjoyed their little conversation he just seems like such a funny genuine guy so i thought their vibe was cute
1: yeah
0: yeah i enjoy seeing them hang out together um i'm a big fan of his so i enjoy seeing them collaborate also like immediately after roof live was released he released like merch on this shop of him like saying like i'm the drummer with bts or something like that <laughs> it's like the funniest picture of him with that wig on <laughs> i'm like i'm tempted to buy this shirt just because it's so chaotic <laughs> it's do it so do it <laughs>
1: it's a moment in time you know (laughs) exactly
0: like it's so niche no one would understand what this is
2: i was just about
1: to say it's like (laughs) the
2: ultimate army in joke like if someone approaches you with your like anderson pack shirt specifically this one like you'll be like oh you're real all right hey what's up exactly i will say i thought it was funny um I kind of tweeted about this earlier. If you guys don't want to talk about this, we can cut this. But I'm just going to be honest. Like, they were like, yeah, like Dynamite, Butter and Permission to Dance were like not really planned. It was basically like No Thoughts, Head Empty, Dancing Only on the English tracks. And like, I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot of army discourse around these tracks and like what they mean, like what you were saying earlier about like, can they continue to make songs like their old songs or like what? what is like what is the significance of these tracks and I've definitely fallen into that trap as well myself like I'm not acting like above it but for them to be like it's not that serious like yet again I was like I don't know just like I love these guys they're so funny
1: (laughs) yeah I think they're just like other artists in that you know, some songs just come to them and they're like ready to go. Or they're written by Ed Sheeran, and you know it, it it doesn't need that much change. And then they just want to use it as is. And then there's other music of theirs that they spend months and months working on, and probably have ten demos on that 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 needs to be perfect to their specifications. So I think you probably have the whole range of types of songs.
2: Let me hear the English song demos, actually jtbc where are you at (laughs) how much did those songs change
0: and um it's like they said you can say what you want or feel how you feel about those english songs but they did open up many doors for them like them getting number one on billboard or them getting the opportunity to perform at the grammys once virtually and once in person like without those songs we wouldn't have that so
1: Yeah, and I'm surprised by how many ARMY I see out there just in social media. They're like, I'm Dynamite ARMY. I'm Permission to Dance ARMY. And I'm like, oh, wow, that is recent. (laughs) It's like, I mean, anytime you join is a good time. But it's like, I just figured, you know, it's people who who are already fans of BTS for a couple of years. But no, they're just constantly adding new fans each era, no matter what.
2: I guess we now have yet to come, Era Army, too. I'll wait to start seeing them pop up on my
1: timeline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's already happening.
1: Yeah, we're going to see the tweets that are like, here's what you need to tell um, baby Army and be nice to them. And they may ask some silly questions, but let's all be patient. (laughs)
2: Someone will be like, who's the guy on top of the piano? And I'll be like, what guy? What piano? <laughs> <laughs> There's no guy in it. No piano. I don't know what you're talking about. Great <laughs> keeping. <laughs> <You>, maybe. <laughs> um,
0: I did really enjoy that it was live, though. I felt like the live band added a... The live band plus the background singers added... A really nice touch to um the tracks and anderson also made a comment about it felt like church and it did like i don't know if it was the addition of the singers or whatever i know um at least some of them if not all of them were singers that did background vocals on ego and is it friends so um that was cool to see them there again to perform with them but yeah it did feel churchy I know we were (laughs) joking about that amongst our friends this weekend that like some of the songs have like church vibes to them so good to see that we weren't the only ones thinking that um the songs do just feel really um I don't know inspiring and um makes you feel hopeful um like there really is more to come so i'm looking forward to it
2: i will say after the video as we were saying earlier with like the way it closed out and then like on this bus i was really stressed um and i'm still stressed but like i'm always stressed but like after watching the live performance today i just felt like more like you said hopeful or confident that there is more to come so
0: yeah or just um reading the lyrics for yet to come and seeing them speak about how they i mean things that we typically say about how you know none of it was really planned it was all kind of um, serendipitous things just falling into place um something that can't be recreated that they're just simple guys who just like making music and all the other stuff like the accolades and them essentially being on top of the world don't really mean anything to them. They're just, you know, going forward, doing what it is that they love to do. And I guess reaping the benefits of whatever that means. Um, but I guess nice just to see them acknowledge it in song and that they're happy where they are um, and looking forward to the next chapter in their career.
1: Yeah, um, I was glad to see the optimism and the the self-assuredness. Because I think we remember, you know, they had some rough times a few years ago and it doesn't seem like that is affecting them anymore. They're just, they've gotten like, you know, the experience to know how to deal with the tough situations. And I'm sure like COVID, that was a whole nother situation in itself. So yeah, definitely getting the optimism from from these new songs?
0: Yep,
2: 100%. I see we're like coming up on an hour and a half. Is there anything else we want to say about Proof Live? Uh, I don't have anything. If not, I kind of, because I'm curious, or as we would say in Pittsburgh, Nebby, I would like to know, I want to circle back to one of our intro questions that we missed, Um, and I think this would be a fun note to end on, but if you could spend a day with BTS, what would you do?
1: Now, I'm assuming that I know Korean instantly somehow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Assumption, Julian noted.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to communicate with people. But um, I just think a fun night would be just uh, some chill, like low-key thing, like a movie night or a karaoke night or, you know, something where people can be relaxed and get to know each other. Like like this is really gonna happen, but it's like, you know, people will be um like you know how they spend the the days on in the soup. It's like, yeah, we're just grilling some meats here and we're just talking about things or just playing just like a really basic card game. I just think that would be fun, just to like be like part of the group. Oh, sorry. My dog barked. <laughs> Your dog
2: agrees. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But yeah, just to be like part of the regular group that we see on in the soup or bon bon voyage, I think that I like that dream. Mine was pretty
2: similar the one the one day we were talking about it. I just like just like a chill vacation day of some sort. So
0: I agree. All right, well, um, I think that wraps up our podcast. Thank you so much, Andrea, um, for stopping by and chatting with us about the comeback and FESTA and all things BTS.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I hope we can get together another time soon. This was a lot of fun, so thank you for inviting me.
2: It was. Time really flew by. Um, would you like to promote your pod one more time and where people can find you on social?
1: Yeah, um, BTS Happy Hour podcast. I am on Twitter. The, the handle is at our BTS, H-O-U-R BTS and BTS Happy Hour on Instagram and Facebook And the website is just www.btshappyhour.com where you can use the podcast platform of your choice. And I've also got a section for merch that I've created, not just for the podcast, but, you know, just some like random BTS type of merch. So I have that available. So thank you again for having me.
2: Yeah, thanks for coming. It was a blast and time flew by. So hopefully we chat again soon. Yep. Happy Festa. Happy (laughs) Festa. (laughs) It's a national holiday. I need to take off work. (laughs) (laughs) Only. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I have an observance. (laughs) And happy night's
0: anniversary to BTS.
1: Absolutely. Well deserved.
0: Um, Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We will see you next time.